Welcome to the Live Your Dance Podcast. My name is Molly King, and I'm a former corporate working girl turned author, dancer, and coach. Each week we come together to celebrate someone who has found their metaphorical dance and listen to their insights in order to inspire you to find and live your dance. Thanks for tuning in and joining me today. Now, let's dance. today I have Sammy D Sammy Davis on the show today with me and she is one of my absolutely favorite people that I've met in the last year it's been an incredible journey getting to know her and she is just a radiant light in everything that she does she's a writer she's a speaker she's a social media maven she's a businesswoman and just brings presence and vulnerability and truth and joy to everything that she does. Sammy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, right back at you, Molly. I think you just <laughs> described yourself. So thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. Yes. Oh, man. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, so Sammy is not only an inspiration for me, but for many people. She has a very large following online. And she just released last year um, one of her books called Love Your Life, which is a beautiful craft of bringing the power of positive thinking and the law of attraction. Oh, there it is. Actually, nice. yeah, I had to grab behind me. Of course. No, See, it looks that, awesome. That's, that's me. That's <laughs> right on the front. Perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So she just, she kind of breaks down how to, just steps on how to bring more positive thinking into your life and that law of attraction to actually create the life that you love and design the life that you're happy about and proud of and to bring that into everything that you do. But Sammy, give me a quick kind of rundown of all that you do because I know I can't cover it all, but you know, what's, what's the 411 on Sammy for those who don't know you? Oh my gosh, I love that you just dropped the 411. Like, this is a pager. <laughs> love that. Love that. The 411. The 411. I'm an inspirational speaker on positive thinking. I'm a writer. I'm a connector. I'm a community builder. I am here to inspire the world to realize that when they change the way they look at things, the things they look at change. And so, to consciously create a life you love, the most important energy that you need to do that is your own. You are your truth. You are the source of your happiness. You are the love of your life. And now, because of life circumstances, sometimes that becomes an obstacle or it becomes difficult to turn back to that truth. And so my most recent book, Love Your Life, really gives you the exercises to continue to turn back to that love for yourself, that positive energy for yourself, so that it literally transforms the vibrations in your heart, your mind, your spirit, your body, however that shows up for you. It really is about working on who you are on the inside so that the world that you see, the world that you create on the outside shows up in your best interest. And only you get to decide that. 
that's the fun part. Oh, I love that. And I love the fact that you take something that can seem so kind of ephemeral or just out there and you break it down into exercises and actual specific questions and things to do and to bring into your life so that people have, you know, that, that tangible feeling of, oh, I'm doing something versus, you know, sometimes meditation can seem so nebulous and, and I don't know if it's actually doing anything, but, you know, to actually take it those... Is questions <laughs> it, it is you know what's what's really wonderful about doing the work is that you feel confident and motivated just by doing the work so the energy begins because you're like yes I just wrote out a hundred affirmations I did this I'm I'm on my way I'm on track and the same with meditation which I believe is I should know which secret it is there's seven secrets in here and maybe the last secret meditation is a practice that we get to trust and to know that our life is continually being more at flow, more at peace. Um, things come to us naturally because we're changing our vibration within. Mm. Um, you can meditate for three months and be like, I don't know. Like, what's, I, I don't feel like I've changed. But if you kind of look back, you're like, oh, I used to spaz about that and I don't anymore. <laughs> oh, people are emailing me to ask for um, opportunities opportunities to work with me and it's really really beautiful to use meditation as a tool for constant growth mm. and to help align uh the vibration of, of of inner knowing on the inside that and that's the piece that we were born with and meditation will activate that so i'm a strong meditation um how do i say this proponent and sure. really feel that if we can all tune within that we can have world peace right. i truly believe that I love that. But that's for another podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, actually, kind of to step back a little bit, I would love to know more about your backstory. I mean, I've seen you in getting into this space that you are currently, but I know that before that you had a thriving, you know, channel about thrifting and books on thrifting and and I'm sure before that you were working, uh, I think you said corporate and things like that, so and having, you know, the the typical job after college kind of thing, but kind of walk me through your process and your metamorphosis into what I believe now seems to be your much higher and much more aligned calling into who you are. How did that whole thing happen? First of all, thank you so much for this question and calling it a metamorphosis because that's exactly what it is <laughs> and what we all are constantly going through. Like we never reach this pinnacle of like, Oh my God, I've made it. Yeah. You know, like rap stars always say that, but like inside they're like, have I made it? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> there isn't this like promised land of having made it. But just to um, play off of what you were saying, Molly, I am actually wearing a 1970s dress. Nice. It has this one little pocket here. Um, it's a beautiful material. I think these are, um, Bakelite buttons or lookalike, lookalike Bakelite, which is like a very, um, rare plastic. Um, but I love thrift. I love thrifting because you're able to access, uh, your creative juices and, uh, really be an artist with your imagination. And that brings you back to the childlike state where anything is possible. Hmm. Anything is possible. You're not walking into a store where they're like, Oh, only this is possible. Right. Only this is possible. You know? And that's why I like, um, turning to alternative fashion, sustainable uh, style, because it, I am my own canvas and it makes me feel good. And I'm feeling good. I'm living the life I love and attracting the life I love. So, so the backstory with me is that when I graduated uh, university, I was like, okay, 
you know, I'm going to make it when I get that magazine job. Like, everything's going to be great. I'm going to finally feel fulfilled. I'm going to finally feel okay with who I am. And I got that job, and things weren't okay. I still wasn't fulfilled. I still wasn't happy in that, like, I'm free state of mind. And the job was everything that anyone could have wanted. I was an assistant at Esquire magazine. Hmm. You know, I was seeing supermodels in the Hearst cafeteria. I was um, on the same floor as Harper's Bazaar for a time period. I mean, talk about bragging. Wow. I had everything that I, I, I needed to say, like, I've made it. But my soul, my soul was dying. And after about a year, the voice, the inner voice of, <laughs> this is not meant for you kept getting louder and louder and my emotional response was enough I was just crying at my desk literally like the job was fine it was it was absolutely fine but my soul knew that this wasn't where it was supposed to be and when I looked 10 years down the road to um, middle management you know but having sat at a desk all day for 10 I just I couldn't do it I just couldn't do it so I left. I left and I had nowhere to go but within. And it's been a journey ever since because when I did leave that job, I had already cultivated um, a following through my vintage fashion blog, and um, which is something I was doing on the side to be creative. And I had started selling vintage on the side to be creative, you know, okay, I was yeah. doing what I could. I was, I was living dance as much as I could. And when I left, I was like, okay, I'm going to freelance, I'm going to babysit, you know, I'm going to do all this stuff, and then I'm going to build Sammy Davis Vintage. Like, it's going to be this awesome online portal. I'm going to sell um, Gary V. I read Crush It in 2008, and I was like, I can do this. I can stay up till 4 in the morning and build this brand. And so I had that intention, and I was excited again. I was excited about life. Yeah. And it's not that it wasn't easy, or that it, I mean, it, yeah, it's not that it was easy, but in the formative years of like 23 to 26, I was really able to learn more about myself in this space of just really owning all of my emotions and my reality. And that's when I discovered self-development because in feeling like, okay, wait, did I make the right decision? Or is this like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like all of these almost like 20 something quarter life crisis questions I discovered Wayne Dyer, Marianne Williamson, Gabby Bernstein. She saved my life, that woman. Um, who else? I mean, um, Eckhart Tolle. Just like all mm-hmm. of the classics of just coming back home to who you are. And I was able to carry that message with me into all the new opportunities that were presenting themselves to me through what came to be a very flourishing YouTube channel and a very flourishing blog. Um, at one point, I had 130,000 uh, uniques a month at, at, at one point, and um, I was cast for a reality TV show and just some really, really, really exciting opportunities. Um, but, you know, as I matured and as I realized what it is that I wanted to do next, I also um, learned that, you know, vintage and thrift was, it was a part of me, but not all of me, and mm-hmm. I wanted to continue to bring that um, to the world, but I also wanted to serve the world in this greater uh, through a greater purpose, which is what I noticed. I noticed why people were watching me and following me on the internet, which is that I'm, I'm happy. Like I was turning to a higher energy and a higher vibration all the time. 
because not only was I like reading and learning about it, but I was like, let me implement this in all that I do. Right. And it is a gift that I've had since I was a child, but I was able to really, really, really bring it to the table all the time versus maybe staying in a corporate job and like getting, getting depressed and not being able to access that anymore or like having kind of lost it where I know a lot of us that happens where like we've become depressed Everything's fine. We make six figures, but we're depressed. So right. my freedom, my freedom is what made people want to hang out. And I'm like, well, I want to teach people how to be free. You know, I, I want to teach people to, to be themselves, to, um, to love where they're at and to use that or to trust that rather to know that they're always headed in the right direction and that there's divine power on their side. So, um, a few years ago I decided to, you know, end that chapter, I had, um, a business partner and, um, in ending that chapter, I took the next step of my hero's journey, which was another, you know, uncertain chapter because like, how do you re how do you re recreate yourself? How do you shift careers? You know, it was kind of almost that mentality, but I have carpe diem tattooed on my wrist. Love it. And I always go back to that where I'm just like, you know, like if I'm not trying, who, who, who's trying for me? Like who is trying to live my dreams for me? And the voice, the voice spoke again. And the voice was like, you get to teach the world positive energy. You get to teach the world freedom. You get to help people learn how to feel good. And mm -hmm. so in this new chapter, you know, it's been amazing because I've been able to really just take everything that I've done out of fearlessness and bring it all together. And I know that you know, um, as I enter my thirties, there's going to be so much more that presents itself that I, I can't tell you what's going to happen right now. Right? right. Right. But I trust that all these things are going to present themselves to me. And maybe I have the idea right now, like a talk show or, you know, um, uh, affirmation art, affirmation, clothing, all, all of these great ideas, but the law of attraction and the power of manifestation is like, yeah, I have that idea and I feel really good about it. All I need to do is worry about the moment and it will present itself. So that's, that's been my journey. That's really been my journey and I'm excited for where else it takes me. I, I love that. And I feel like we've definitely walked parallel paths because of just going from the corporate that, you know, seemed like it was beautiful and perfect and everything that I could have wanted and you could have wanted and then realizing it right. wasn't fulfilling, soul fulfilling. It was actually soul crushing. And so somehow we think that the paycheck is going to compensate for that, but it really doesn't. So I love just that that change that you made. And you didn't necessarily have to know what it was, but you just kept walking the path. That's beautiful. That's exactly it. So tell me about some of the major wake-up calls, because I know that you – are definitely in tune with yourself and your feelings and the way that you are navigating this. It's very intentional, but I'm, I'm sure that you had, you know, either one or several kind of key moments that shifted it for you. Can you tell me about those and how you worked through that? I would say the most recent key moment was when, um, when was that? April, 2013. April 2013 is when I decided to ask my, tell my business partner that I wanted to separate him out of Sammy Davis Vintage LLC. And that was a key moment because um, a few months prior to that, I had, I literally had an emotional breakdown. Um, and I'm very honest and forthright about this because sometimes people think that 
being vulnerable and being in this state of like agony is a bad thing, but it, they're, they're signs, they're physical signs, signs physically manifesting in you. So Hurricane Sandy had, had hit New York and, um, or it was right before Hurricane Sandy and I, I was in the, I was unable to sleep. Um, I was waking up at four in the morning, going to sleep at 12, felt like I just had to keep doing stuff. Like Mm. I just was not centered. And I know it was because I was feeling, I was feeling discontentment with what I was working on to serve the world. Not that it wasn't still serving the world, but it wasn't right for where my soul had matured to. Hmm. I wanted to go beyond just the fashion, just beyond the vintage, just beyond that world. Right. But I had a commitment, you know, to, to a partner. And after having this like physical breakdown, I went home and that's when Hurricane Sandy hit. So I actually ended up staying home in Pennsylvania where I'm from for about three weeks. I live in New York now. Okay. And I just stayed home because the city was a mess, an absolute mess. So again, like divine intervention and I recentered and I regrouped and I practiced a lot of self-love and I was like, you know what? I'm committed to this, um, project that we're working on, which was my first book that I ever wrote. And, um, then I'm, I'm going to see, I'm just, I'm going to see, you know, I didn't like put too much pressure on myself. And what happened is I came out with a book and the book came out right before my birthday in March. And then I had dinner with a few friends and my friends literally were like, Sammy, we think that you can do your business better. Literally. That's what wow. they told me. Wow. And I had to take a really good look at how the relation, how the business relationship was serving both people. So it was almost like we were married and no one wanted to break up with the other person. Wow. That's a hard moment. So yes. And it really was because, I mean, again, like the energy was there, but it wasn't there. Things weren't flowing. It felt like forcing, 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 forcing. Right. And, um, so that was a huge turning point for me because I decided to stake out on my own, but I knew it was the right one because as soon as I, you know, um, basically decided to have courage, you know, walk toward the fear and just say, Hey, I'm ready to move on. It was like so much peace, so much peace. Mm. I wasn't really scared. I was like, okay, this is the right thing to do, which was how I felt when I quit my job. Right. Um, I was like, this is, I have to do like, like a burden, lift it off of me. Um, so I do know that like your body does have an emotional response to what's happening inside. And I think that's where we turn to psychics, we turn to tarot cards, we turn <laughs> to our dreams, you know, to give us a sign. But you just do have to just trust what decision gives me the most peace. Um, and from the point of view of trusting the process, sometimes sticking in a situation until you, you just know, okay, wait, I just know now. And that's what it was with my partnership. Where I was uncomfortable, I was uncomfortable, I was uncomfortable, but I was like, you know what, let me decide this and then I'll know. And right. then we'll, we'll, we'll see. And I know you had a similar moment with your career because you had a project, right? Right. That you were working on. Exactly. It was a, a huge project that was just given to me and Although it was the promise of everything that I thought I wanted again, um, it as soon as I got into it, it was a similar thing where it just felt like it was forcing me down a path that was just divergent enough that it looked okay, but it didn't feel right. 
And right. so once I could identify that, like you did, um, it was scary as hell. But, you know, as soon as that decision was made, there was definitely peace. And it was hard to follow through and, you know, continue to, you know, I guess sever ties is the best way to put it um, in a in a good way. I didn't burn any bridges, but uh, there's actually a great quote by Stephen Pressfield. Actually, let me look it up because it's yes. so perfect. And I was just looking at it today. Um, and he talks about resistance and he talks about fear. And basically what it is is he, well, if I don't find it real quick, um, but this idea that wherever we feel, feel the strongest fear is exactly where we should be going. Um, that fear is good and just like self-doubt, fear is an indicator and it tells us what we have to do. And right. so, yet like you did, you just marched right into it. So what, how did you, I guess, what are some breakdown steps that got you either to that moment or through that moment that you could share with us? Breakdown steps. Um, gosh, I don't know. I would say breakdown steps to go through the moment. Okay, so working with people to, to work through their fears, um, the, the question that you get to ask yourself, well, there's, there's two questions. One I already said, who's going to do this for me? Me. <laughs> Um, why am I, why am I doing this? Because I love myself hmm. and that helps me, um, when I hesitate to take action, when I hesitate to, um, do something a little bit bigger and better than I've, I've done before. Why am I doing this? Because I love me. Yeah. Um, and everything's going to be okay because I love me. <laughs> You know, because yeah. again, the mind will create all the, this fear, this fear mentality. Like, for example, and I'm just going to, I'm going to go here. Examples help. I was invited um, to attend an event in Amsterdam with a massive hair blogger. I mean, amazing following. She's creating a self-love journey for her following. Hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. But of course, like there's a ticket, there's the stay, there's the right. accommodations, you know, there's just. It's just, it's, it's another step for me. Um, and I keep thinking like, is it worth it? Is it worth it? But then I'm like, but I want to do it. <laughs> and that helps me where I'm like, but I want to do it. And it's like, okay, where, where there's a will, there's a way, you know? And so, okay. My fear is I don't have enough money for, for the plane ticket. Okay. I have enough money. First of all, that's a stupid fear. But <laughs> there's also like talking to people like Molly King, who, you know, know how to like ninja the system, you know, there's always a way to continue down your path in a knowledgeable and prepared way. And I think that the fear literally stops us from doing anything. Absolutely. So my other little breakdown step would be like, okay, what can you do? What can you do now? What type of information can you learn? Who can you speak to? Where can you, you be really honest and real? Where I might say to someone, you know, I don't have enough money to go to Amsterdam, but do you know somebody that knows somebody that's, that knows somebody that knows, you know, it's like you have to go there yeah. to get what you want um, and to not sit back and go, well, life isn't working out for me. It's just not fair. I love that. The mentality that won't get you anywhere. So, um, and I would also suggest like to, to, to work through the fear, you know, um, Gabby Bernstein, um, I really continually will, um, refer to her as my guru, um, in understanding the power of writing to yourself and writing to your inner guide. And in her book, Miracles Now, which I highly suggest, um, 
I think it's a 40 day transformation workbook okay. and she addresses writing, writing to your inner guide. So that could be, um, writing to your angels, right? writing to your mom, writing to God, right? Writing to your spirit and just addressing your fears. And it's amazing. I'm actually wrapping this into um, a happy, hot and healed workshop that I'm hosting mm. in a few weeks, but you literally go like dear inner guide, I'm feeling this way. This really hurts me. These are my fears. And like literally just talking them out to a non-responsive, non-judgmental entity that represents your spirit, I swear it changes the vibration. And you're like, oh, I feel so much better. I just got it out. <laughs> and that might be something that you have to do continually. And I know it's something I have to do, you know, on a continual basis. Um, because it allows us to cleanse ourselves and to return to what's real which is that, um, that peace and that inner knowing that all is going to be okay. Because mm. fear is the, the belief that all is not going to be okay, that shit's going to hit the fan and that the world is going to explode. Yes. I use this in my romance, in my, my um, romantic maturity, in my relationship maturity. Before I wouldn't say something that I wanted to say or ask a question because I thought the world was going to explode. Mm. And then when I realized, I was able to step into my power. So however you can step into your power to remember that all is going to be okay by yes. walking into the sphere. Yes. The universe always has my back. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. And I, I actually just did that yesterday as I was journaling and, you know, I got a couple bad reviews online on one of my projects and it kind of floored me for a little bit, but writing that right. out even and getting back to the truth of the situation because it brought up all the fears and insecurities that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't doing good work, all these things. And I was blotting out all the good that was happening and that has been coming back as feedback as well as all the other things that I was doing. So I just went through that exercise of what are all my fears? What are all my insecurities? <clears throat> and then writing down, but what's actually the truth of the situation? What's Great. true about me? What's the solidity of who I am? And not this fleeting moment of, yeah, maybe someone didn't like something that I did. That's possible. And just like every early artist, they go through, you know, the first works. And this is just part of my first works. And it's going to continue to get better, which, which I know you talk about a lot as well. That's um, another really, really great point, Molly. Um, things are always getting better. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a song. Look it up. Things okay. are always getting better. <laughs> I definitely it's will. true. I definitely will. Um, so tell me about how stepping into this side of work that you're, you're speaking, your workshops, all, the, all of that side of it, how has that affected not just the work that you do and that you put out there, but how has it impacted other areas of your life? And, and what has that brought to you in the whole? <laughs> That's a beautiful question. Um, so I'll, I get to go there, especially for all of our female uh, listeners today. Um, the work that I have done to serve is directly to serve myself. Um, we always teach but either we've just learned or we still need to learn. I mean, it's very true. <laughs> Always. And in, in really uh, standing for women's empowerment, that we are always more powerful, beautiful, and special than we think, um, and drawing on tenets of self-love as well, um, I, am, I have just recently experienced an opportunity to practice that self-love, and it was a hard opportunity. I, I met someone who... 
was very much showing up as a soulmate, as a companion, as someone to spend a significant amount of time with in a very effortless way, in a very fun way, in a very loving, joyful, positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was giving it my fullest, highest vibration and was really trusting and uh, jumped in, you know? I jumped in because it's better to have loved than to have not loved at all. Mm. And he was too, you know? His actions were, were right there. Um, however, when his actions weren't there, when it was a 180 and the conversation, um, the chances that I kept giving weren't fulfilled and the conversation that I attempted to have with him wasn't responded, I went direct and said, do you want to come in relationship with me? And it was basically a 180 from literally a week before. Wow. So I was able to, in that moment, not only experience the pain and the disappointment, but to practice a variety of things, practice unconditional love, yes. not only for this person, but for myself. So Good. for the person in the sense that I can't force someone to be where I'm at. And it was really wonderful that they were there. They were there. I can't blame them for what changed. I can't um, feel bitter. Right. I do feel disappointed, though. And I sure. feel disappointed in the way that I know what I deserve. I know what I'm worth. I know what I can ultimately continually give myself yeah. as the love of my life. Yeah. And I know that in theory. But when the experience presents itself, you go, oh, shh. I'm actually executing what I'm teaching and I understand and now have more empathy for the women who I'm working with, whether in person or online or who are reading my book, understanding like it is very hard to let go of these attachments from a place of self-love because we think I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to hold on to this. It's going to work out. I mean, it could be a job. It could be a lover. It could be anything. Right. Um, but I have an I Love Me vision board, and this is something I just discovered this year. I kind of made it up in my head because of the vision board phenomenon going on. And when I looked at the I Love Me vision board and saw little baby Sammy and beautiful Sammy and this palm that represents the love I have for me, and it says I am worthy and I am enough, I was like, as much as this man I thought he was the one for right now, he's not ready. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always ready for me. And so I get to let him go. And it was a really beautiful learning experience for both of us. I trust that. And I just get to, again, practice on unconditional love and realize, you know what? You get to keep walking on your journey um, to serve yourself to grow. And that's, I, I pray for this person. I continue to pray for someone that I do love, you know, as a fellow brother on this planet. Of course. Um, to learn what, what, what they need to learn. And so that was a really, really, really beautiful experience because, um, again, you know, pain connects us and pain connects us because I, I mean, I'm a sucker for positive energy and happiness and everything. Right. Yeah. But pain is when you need support. Yes. And if I cry in front of you, you cry in front of me and we're able to support each other. Like we're family. Absolutely. Like done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So the pain that I have felt has connected me and just, again, so much more of a genuine way to people who have gone through divorces. Um, 
lost I have a friend who she 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 lost her boyfriend recently he mm. uh, he passed away and I'm just like Priscilla oh my gosh like I just want to hug you right now so um the, the work of, of teaching the work I now know and it has just been a recent epiphany that whatever you go out to do like again it's the hero's journey that we read in the um alchemist mm -hmm. you're going to have obstacles to finding your treasure yeah your treasure is always in you but you're supposed to have these obstacles to keep coming back to the treasure that is you right and so now I'm like okay god okay divine power all right like I understand these opportunities to continue to grow and to heal that are going to be presented to me and I trust them and that helps me to come back to me too because it's about my soul's growth ultimately I love that. And and it sounds like then, you know, your life is a breeding ground for lessons and for growth that you get to then teach. And so it's a huge cycle that everything that you go through becomes fuel for how you contribute and everything you contribute right. is then demonstrated in your life, which is what a beautiful cycle to be in for your for your work, <laughs> quote unquote, which right. really just is the way you live your life. So that's that's beautiful. I love that. And, and for those who are in that process, I actually recently found a, an article that I wrote that will be published later about Ooh. breakups. And <gasps> I need to read it. <laughs> I'll send it to you, sneak peek. But okay. um, the exercise that I went through um, while I was going through kind of a silent period with this guy that I had been dating, um, he was supposedly working really hard on an event, but found out later it was also kind of an avoidance tactic while he was figuring out how he felt about me too. And during that kind of radio silence, I was able to evaluate. And one night it just came to a head and I can't take this anymore. And I sat down and I journaled out in this little journal. I have all the things I was grateful for about him, all the things I had learned through our relationship, everything that had come as a blessing. And when I looked over those, I think I got up to 40 or 50 things, I realized I was blessed so much more than I could ever be hurt by this relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> and That's so it. I kid you not, I closed the notebook. I was about to fall asleep. I turned off the light and within 30 seconds he called me and we caught up real quick. And then it came out that, you know, we weren't going to keep dating and by the end of the conversation, we were laughing together, and I hung up, and I couldn't stop laughing because I just felt this physical and mental relief, that release right. of burden. And, I mean, that's just, I feel like that when we come into alignment, when we actually look at it from that lens, um, we realize that each experience then can hold more blessings than it is hurting us, and then we can move on with peace, which I think is, a, is basically what you did, too. Yes, instead of resentment of, but I wanted more, mm -hmm. but it could have been more. Yeah. Wait, actually, it was presented to you exactly as it was supposed to. It was perfect. And oh my God! And this man, just to, just to add, you know, he um lives in Europe, but he he travels often. And this Amsterdam trip, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Amsterdam, <laughs> and it's it's inspired by him. Oh. I have him to thank for it. He, kind of planted that seed in me to take another step in, in my own journey in a fearless way because that's how he had been living his life oh, how cool. and vice versa I, ha I have offered him so much oh yeah and I'm absolutely. so happy to have met him
Oh, how cool. So that's this is great. I can't wait for this article. <laughs> I'll email it, to, email it to you right afterwards. And then I'll link it once it's out there so that everyone can read it. Um, so tell me about, you know, something that I work with a lot and that a lot of people that I've found are in this space or who are actually in the work that they love. Um, what is, do you have a mission statement for you and your life and your work? And how did that come about? How did you craft that for yourself? If so, that's beautiful. Um, my mission statement for my life is to help people feel good. Um, and to stay in the vibration of feeling good for myself. Hmm. And so that is, gosh, that's a variety of things, Molly, but it really comes down to, um, the self care that, I get to give myself to stay in that vibration. Um, and that has helped me a lot too, because as when we are entrepreneurs, we, we can neglect ourselves by accident Yeah, because we're so, we're so excited to, you know, create and build and do, and, and we just, we want things now. Um, and so at the end of the day, you know what, like I am here to be happy. Yes. Happiness is the success. Happiness is success. Success is not 30 under 30. Success is not $100,000. Because again, as we, were sp- as we were speaking about, you know, you can have all those things and not be happy because you're not fulfilled. Um, so I love just coming back to positive energy and remaining in, remaining in that state for myself. Um, and that's, that helps me when, you know, a, a situation presents itself that's not in alignment with that. I'm more able, I'm more able to say no. I'm more able to say, you know what, that's not for me. Yeah. Not for me. And that's okay. Um, now, my, my mission is to empower women to realize that they are already beautiful, powerful, and special. And that really just goes, um, that really just aligns with this understanding that in life, again, you're always growing. And um, where we can find peace is that it is for our soul's growth. And where we can find peace is that we're actually in more control than we think with you know, changing the way you look at things to the things you look at change with our choice to have the right energy. So as you were sharing, Molly, earlier, you know, breakups are hard. I'm not going to say you're like happy-go-lucky, but you totally changed the way you looked at things with that exercise. That is Sammy D, like, gospel right there. 101. Like, love it. <laughs> Spread it. Spread that far and wide because that then is how we can move forward and we can move forward as the powerful, beautiful, special women that, that we, we truly are. And we, we can cleanse ourselves of that, that residue. And we owe it to ourselves because when we feel free, then we're free to receive and we're free to continue to receive the blessings of life. So, um, helping women to realize that commitment to themselves and commitment to the world is staying in a place of, of love, you know, and freedom and, um, understanding of what life presents as a way to continue to, um, you know, grow so that love and freedom become more anchored in us. Hmm. Right. And so that whoever shows up on our path, we can actually more authentically support them and create a real relationship because we're able to connect with them, you know, through the circle of life. Because we're here to support each other in the completion of our soul's journey, and that's it. Mm. Um, everything else, we're just we're just doing stuff, right? Like we're just doing stuff to like learn and grow and become more. Um, you know, as as I've been saying recently, to to truly embody, you know, compassion, to mm. truly embody 
unconditional love. So um, it's a really marvelous journey. And if you look at it like that, then everything that's low and high is the same. Mm -hmm. But in a nutshell, you're more powerful, beautiful, and special than you think. And (laughs) I'm sticking to it. Yes. I'm sticking to it. um, but my mission really, you know, it, it breaks down to positive energy and I'm really looking forward to the rest of 2015 because, um, I'm positioning myself to be with people, to really be in front of people and to really create community settings that are shared, um, that are spaces of shared positive energy. Beautiful. And I have a couple questions then to follow up with that. Um, and men, you are beautiful, powerful, and special too yes. for those who are listening. Just to put that out there, make sure that we cover them. But um, how did you arrive at that mission statement? Was that a process that you went through, you know, physically through writing things down, or did it come to you, or what was it your came. process? It did. Okay. It just came to me. I think you are more powerful than you think. It's really interesting, Molly, because it's like, yeah, there are some things I'm like, where did that come from? I have a online community called spark sisters like it just came to me um i have a um online um campaign for self-love called lipstick affirmations that was a void they came literally into my mind in 2012 and i bought the url to help um so i feel like the more you do the work the more that the divine voice shows itself that's where meditation really pays off too because there will be like moments where you'll just get this like sign and you're like, Oh, okay. I didn't know I had to hear that today, but yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and you know, when you know, I, I know there's so many exercises about like finding your brand tagline and da, 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 and you should work through those, but also keep in mind, like you'll know when you know. Hmm. I love that. Um, and actually a little bit of a pushback for those. Cause I know there are going to be people who, when you say that part of your life's mission is to just be happy, I I think I understand what you're saying, but I, I know that there will be questions of, but you still need to feed yourself and, and your kids, and what about a mortgage? And, you know, sometimes life just sucks. So how do you, right. how do you bridge that gap for people who are asking those questions? Change the way you look at things to the things you look at change. Every month when I write my rent check, for $1,625, which is a mortgage, but it's New York City, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I could own a house by now. Absolutely. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's the negative side. There's the negative side. I get to live in New York City. I get to pay my apartment rent. I get to, you know, seize the day in the Big Apple. Like, hello, this is awesome. <laughs> so your child is kicking and screaming. I get to choose a peaceful vibration to encourage this child to calm down. I get to allow my child to work through the tantrum because this is how this person is is learning to become non-attached to blah, 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 blah. Um, It really is continually choosing the higher road even when things suck, and that's happiness, and that's your choice. It's just it's always your choice, and... The reality is like you get to be happy even when you're crying. You get to be happy even when she hits the fan. But it's not happiness in the sense of like, oh my gosh, like happy, happy, joy, joy, like run and sippy, like I'm high off life. It's like, okay, like what is the highest vibration I can choose right now? And that is a practice. Um, And 
the more you practice it, the more you realize how much things don't need to affect you. Hmm. So we get, I get to encourage everyone listening and everyone whom I meet for the rest of my life that it is like a workout. It is a commitment. Um, just like you, you committed that night where you're on your bed. You're like, I am feeling like shit-tastic. I get to clear my energy right now. Definitely. And in the future, you may turn to that exercise sooner, or maybe it's just divine timing. You feel the pain for a week and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. But feeling the pain is also just as beautiful as feeling the happiness because it means you're alive. Yeah. And I, and so I, that's again, it's a higher vibration. Yeah, and I love that for you, happiness isn't a certain set of circumstances that everything is right and organized and working well, that you could be just as happy with the flat tire on the side of the highway as you are when you are crushing it in front of an audience. Right. Um, Victor Frankl wrote Man's Search for Meaning. Yes. Love that book. Right. As a psychiatrist in a concentration camp, um, he was able to physically serve because he found happiness in his small small duties but his small duties were still obviously ridden with abuse and witnessing death and feeling confused and I believe his wife passed away at one point his whole family Um, yeah his whole family but he physically was able to endure it because he created hope for himself and I know you know I should know some more of these stories but I'm sure there are stories you know of people you know, hiking and, and they're in the mountains and, and snowing and the ones who survive somehow are able to mentally survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you get to, <laughs> you get to how you feel. You always, always get to, even if someone's telling you exactly the opposite, you're more powerful and you get to like brush the dirt off your shoulder. Cause you're like, well, I get to choose to be okay in my head right now. Yeah, yeah. And actually, <laughs> in that book, I know he mentions that they stripped away all human um, human forms of identification or personality, their clothing, their belongings, everything. And he said the one thing they could never take from them is their freedom of thought. And that, I mean, that just goes back to your your point there, is that we always have a power and the freedom to choose no matter what. That was beautiful. Thank you. Ah, well, thanks for bringing that up. That's such a good book. Anyone out there who hasn't read it, go read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. He survived four different death camps, including Auschwitz, and it it's just an incredible read. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, we are starting to come to the end of our, our program here, so I have a few last questions that we can get in. Um, so I know you are dedicated to your work and you spend a lot of time building and cultivating and curating your content online, but I know there's so much more to you than just shopping and just putting things out there for people to (laughs) read and consume. So what I, what I'm working on in my next book called Live Your Dance, uh, is this chapter on soul cultivators and what are for you some of your soul cultivators outside of work that keep you kind of like fertilizing your mind and your spirit um, other than the day-to-day, you know, logging on and doing emails and whatnot? Right. Love this question so much. It's a variety of things. Um, running, swimming, mm. being outside. Being outside, number one, is just very <coughs> soul 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 nourishing and that's the self-care that I was referencing where it keeps me in a state of positive vibration yeah you know and so 
that is like number one in my life. And then secondary is that I'm, I'm rediscovering things about myself on my journey. I'm an artist and I have been, I haven't been neglecting, but I, I get to invest more time in artistry without a need to, um, create if that makes any sense. So I have a coloring book back here somewhere. <laughs> um, this weekend I'm making, um, a, like a healing portrait, um, with crayons and like just a big poster board I have. Um, I haven't been a photo shoot for a while, but I'm feeling the itch and those things just felt, they fill my soul because I, I get, I get to be creative mm-hmm. and I'm not selling it, you know, it's just yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, I also run a very popular Airbnb business, and by the time I'm 40, I will own a retreat. It'll be a happiness retreat, and this is a business, but it's also a pleasure because I just love decorating. I love taking care of people. Um, I host events at my apartment often. I have something called Spark Sisters, which is just like bringing girls together just to have fun, you know? Um, So I feel like creating as much positive energy in my world is like in a sense of like having fun you know doing things that return me to almost being eight and a half which mm. is you know fitness is totally like ah go run around you know yeah coloring art without selling it you know just a coloring book just like, to on. create like, just to create like it just it's it's so beautiful and then um Last but not least, you know, fashion, you you said, like, da-da-da, fashion, you know, is part of your work. But it really isn't, you know. It's, like, if I can go thrift every week, like, I'm happy. Um, It's definitely not something I do every week, but um, I just bought this dress, and it was just such a wonderful four hours at the thrift store. Like (laughs) I said, just creating creating art. So I know that everyone tuning in, like, they have their hobbies, but you're right. Like, they're not even hobbies. They're, like soul nourishers yeah um and I, I it's I'm definitely noticing that some of them are I've had them for years but I am growing into new ones which cool. is what's been been interesting and I think travel is a new soul nourisher for me I'm just I'm realizing if, if I can travel like once every two months it's just so like rejuvenating really? it is absolutely you know I know on, yep you know. Absolutely. I love it. And uh, a side note real quick, I've noticed, and and I know where it comes from, but I noticed that you say I get to a lot. Can you explain a little bit about that behind that reason or verbiage there? Sure. I will gladly share. Um, I feel, first of all, using that word, the power of words, the power of the tongue is number one. Um, and so, you know, what, what is in our mind gets to be expressed as well. Or what's in our mind that stands for our truth of being powerful, beautiful, social people gets to be expressed as well. So I get to is different than I have to, or I need to, I have to, I need to is from a place of scarcity and pressure, right? I get to is opportunity. So you see how there's this beautiful shift in just energy. I get to, not I have to. Yeah. it too. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> it was right. It's beautiful. So again, I get to help my child having a temper tantrum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <For the 12th laughs> time. Yes. Cause I mean, and it goes back to, you know, maybe there was the day when you would have loved to have a child and, and it wasn't working out. And so those days right. when they are tantruming, it's like, well, 
the fact is you get to have that child in your life or I mean you you can reframe whatever it is I get to pay my taxes because I'm an income earning citizen of a free country you know any any opportunity so that's true I I love that I just wanted to make sure we touched on that so it wasn't just hanging out there but um tell me about when you're in kind of lower moments um, I know you rely on yourself and your inner guide a lot, which I think is beautiful, but I know that we all have those moments of needing to reach out for support. So when you do have those moments, who or what is kind of your go-to uh, network of support that you go to? Thank you so much for that question. Um, perfect timing. I've been on lower vibration. Today I'm feeling better, but it's, it's been a week of low vibration for me. And at first, I get to admit, I was like, oh, I get to get out of this. Like, I'm better than this. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> I can like, shift. <laughs> and, like, I even, like, went on this aggressive run yesterday, like, listened to, like, 3-6 Mafia, like, trying to get, like, you know, aggression back into me. <laughs> and I realized that I'm just supposed to sit in it. And, hmm. again, as I was expressing earlier, like, reaching out for the support when you're vulnerable presents so much beauty and so much greater understanding of who, of who you truly are. And so I've been lucky enough to cultivate um, a support group, you know, of some very, very uh, close female friends. Um, I also turn to my mom and I turn to my dad. Mm. And um, my mom and my dad offer a different view, but I do have a, a good friend right now who um, – you know, because of her life experience, again, I share this, you know, we acquire wisdom to help other people. So she's been able to give, give me her wisdom and, um, just be like a nice little person to, to text. And I'm telling her, I'm just like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling bad. Um, you know, and I don't feel like there's enough, um, or I'm sorry, I don't feel like there's, uh, I, I just like, I'm feeling bad. And so, and just acknowledging that, sorry, I totally lost my, my train of thought because <laughs> no I saw worries. a text message. You see, you can't multitask <laughs> on a Skype call. Um, no. But just having someone to just tell how you feel. Um, yeah. So whoever that is who at this moment you trust, who you can just, again, like positive energy isn't about, which is what I was trying to do. I was trying to like brush it under the rug. Positive mm -hmm. energy is about being real because in being real, you work through it and you receive the guidance and the support and the exercises from whether it's yourself, your inner guide, you know, as, 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 as you know, it just shows up, go and write this down, get mm -hmm. it out. Or someone you're texting or calling says, how about you do this for yourself? So my friend Danita, who's a big support for me is like, you need to get yourself an ice cream cone this weekend because she knows that I love ice cream cones. Oh. Um, and I'm like, you're right. I need to go get myself an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't hide. Just to close this, don't hide your pain. Hmm. But share it from a place of empowerment and share it from a place of healing. So whomever you're speaking to know, I know it's not going to be like this forever, but I just, I just need someone to listen to me. Yeah. And if we go back to Ascended Masters, um, Jesus listened. Mm-hmm. He was, just listened. Yeah. So we can all embody that for the people in our lives. I love that. I love that. Listening is one of the biggest gifts we can give ourselves and to others. So, yeah, right. that's beautiful. Um, so who or what is inspiring you today? 
who or what is inspiring me today? Um, you know what? I actually, they're going to laugh. I have some Airbnb guests with me right now, mm-hmm. and they are both artists, and they are just go-getters and really creating the life that they want. They're networking. You know, they're in New York City. They're here from Houston, cool. Texas. Like, you know, they found me through, like, my network of peeps. I gave them a reduced cost. You know, they're both pretty much in college. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I know there's only a nine-year age difference, but seeing your drive and your belief in yourself is re-inspiring me. Ugh to feel that way and to also be an artist because one's a hip-hop artist and one's a photographer cool. but they're doing it their way like I mean talk about their way and I'm like you guys I'm like looking at them right now I'm like thank you for being in my apartment and, <laughs> and just inspiring me and so I feel like inspiration can come from figures such as Mother Teresa but inspiration can come from the mom you know the young mom who's pulling um, a stroller up the stairs in the subway you know, she's totally more powerful than she thinks. And mm-hmm. we get to look at life like that because whomever enters our environment, there's a reason. There's just too many people on the planet. Yeah. So we get to take inspiration from everyone. And I am your teacher and you are my teacher. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Oh, well, before my last two questions, let's go over real quick. Where can people find you online and what is out there for them to look at and explore of your world? Well, first of all, Molly, thank you for listening to me. And thank you, <laughs> everyone here. I, I get to listen to you very soon. <laughs> Um, but yes, I'm at sammyd.tv and, um, on my website, our blog posts, but also most importantly, an amazing compilation of lipstick affirmations, which is my social media campaign for daily declarations of self-love and motivation. And if you go on Instagram, um, and hashtag lipstick affirmations, you'll find a ton, many of which have been submitted by my following. Um, they're wonderful. I mean, oh my gosh, some of them like, oh, I needed to read that. Thank you. Oh. Which again, it's just evidence that we we all we all support each other. Um, I am very excited to share that I am like booking myself out for the rest of the year. Whether it's a workshop at a yoga studio or speaking at a women's um, conference in Oklahoma City this March, mm-hmm. um, I have an event page. So always oh, check good. back. But sign up for my newsletter on the site. You get a free chapter of my book, Love Your Life. Um, and most importantly, Instagram. I mean, that's where I do everything. So if you're yep. on Instagram at Sammy D TV and it's really fun and colorful and I love you. And so that's it. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. Yes. You should definitely check her out. I'm a, I follow her on all her platforms. So it's fun to see just so much positivity oozing through every post. And I know that if you guys follow her too, you'll be filled up full as well. So, well, on to our last two questions and then we'll wrap it up. Tell me, what are you most grateful for today? Oh my God. The internet. (laughs) I'm grateful for the internet. I believe God invented the internet to create more unity and love on the planet. Mm. And as I witness entrepreneurial success, and see the freedom that people are able to acquire because of that and opportunities to have a higher consciousness as to our purpose here. 
I do believe that the internet was was invented by God as another <laughs> chapter to continue to step toward oneness um, and not just talk about it, but be about it. So mm. just the fact that we're able to have this interview right now and we wouldn't have been able to do that, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven years ago yeah, is truly something to be grateful for. Oh, that's so true. There's so much. Oh, that's, that's a good one. I love it. Um, well... Tell me, too, now that we've kind of gone through and you are doing an absolutely amazing job with everything that you are doing, what's your definition of living your dance? Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Living your dance is following the good energy in you. Ooh. So following the good energy in you, again, we we can beat beat, beat around the bush and, you know, blah, 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 but it's what do you want to do? Do it. <laughs> even, even if you're afraid, right? Yep, and plain and simple. Whole, you know, that's the obstacle. What do you want to do? I want to go to Amsterdam and speak <laughs> on March 27th and 28th. Okay, how am I going to do it? Yeah. I want to do that, you know? And that's a very specific thing. And even if it doesn't manifest itself, I know that I still want to do it. So continue to work toward your hopes and dreams and passions, take care of yourself, take care of others. Don't do things out of selfishness, um, but trust the good energy in you and trust that the good energy in you um, can always be given because that actually accentuates the flow of it within you. So that's where to give is to receive. And I'm totally going off a different track right now, but totally it okay. all makes sense once you figure it out, follow the good energy in you. And that's your yellow brick road. That's oh. all you need to know. I love that. That's definitely quotable. We'll put that out there. Yes. <laughs> well, Sammy D, you are a light and you have lit up my life in the past year. I'm so grateful that Woo. we got to connect and so grateful that we get to share your story today with all of the listeners out there. Thank you so much for sharing so openly and, and for bringing your wisdom and your experience to everything that you do. Molly. Right back at you. I appreciate you and I see you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye everybody. Bye. Well, there you have it. Thanks again for listening and be sure to like, share, and comment on the podcast or around social media. Hashtag live your dance and look forward to more episodes coming your way. Have a great day and be sure to live your dance.